Hey, AfterBuzzers, thank you so much for tuning into the Better Things After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we are going to be recapping Season 1, Episode 5, titled Future Fever. It was one of my personal favorites, so at least I have a lot to say, so please stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> again after buzzers thank you so so much for tuning into our better things after show here at after buzz tv i'm your host sam davidson you can find me on twitter and instagram at samd43 i have my two lovely panelists here please introduce yourself let us know we can find you on twitter hey 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 hy so fly <laughs> you can find me on instagram and twitter at heather yared Hey, hey, hey. It's Renee Ariel. You guys can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. And check out my blog, CatsLipstickLA.com. And of course, guys, don't forget to follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on everything. You know, I am in the live chat. If you guys are ever there or in the comments, we would love for you to talk to us. At least me personally. I just would love some friends. So. Yeah, some I don't really, I don't really care if you talk to me at all personally. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, just talk to Antagonist. Antagonist. Yeah, evil, evil person here. <laughs> what did you guys think of tonight's episode? I loved it because it just touched my heart. I cried and it was twice, so funny. Almost. Yeah, apparently you did. You told as soon as the episode ended, you're like, I cried twice. Like, you didn't really <laughs> want. I mean, we all planned on wearing black. Let's not lie to the viewers because we said rest in peace to Max's attitude. Bitch. You know, because uh-huh. now we see that ballerina, that angel. Uh-huh. That's why we're saying R.I.P. I mean, but who would have thought her a ballerina? Not yeah, me. I would have. I me. did really like that because I was like, whoa. That's weird, and okay, she's perfect. Cool. Another thing that I'll hate about her. <laughs> there she goes. Wait, but, why do you hate ballerinas? Because they're perfect. Why? And they're, they're too perfect. controlled. They're too. I, I just would hate to be one because yeah. I would feel miserably. <laughs> uh, but I, I really, well. yeah, you know, yeah, girl, I feel you. Whatever. Yeah, yeah I don't get it. She's a life coach, so listen to me and Sam. We're relatable. Heather's on a different level. (laughs) Thank you, you, Renee. (laughs) But it it was definitely cool to see this other side of Max because this entire time I was like, this character is either really poor, not poorly written, but it's just we're not going to like her or it's going to come around and we are going to get some kind of payoff for watching all this crap. I mean, she's reality. She's the epitome of what society and human conditioning do to children today, which is, let me get involved in drugs, let me get involved in orgies, then let me be a ballerina at heart who wants to be innocent, but because of the fact that my parents got divorced, I'm upset, I hate my mother, and I want to be a brat, but all she wants to do is be loved and be smart. Except we're not sure if she was having orgies. Heather is convinced that when all of her friends are in the room and they're hanging out in their underwear, it must be an orgy. Heather, like, it's not even a theory at this point. She's like, it's a fact. I know. See, <laughs> I think that maybe they were just, like, touching each other a little bit. And they're like, ha, 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 ha. Some over the clothes. Experimenting. Yeah. Well, you know, some with, some not. I don't think it was full-on orgy. Dry humping. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, that's a thing. <laughs> it was 10 years ago. I mean, <laughs> I hope it still is. Let's just say that. I, you know, dry humping it is. It still is. 
Yeah. <laughs> and Alexis, who is engaged now. Yes. So, oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes, been confirmed, yes. folks. Is that God, God says dry humping still exists. Good job. I will never <laughs> let that go away. <laughs> Me either, guys. Me either. Even if it's like with my pillow. I'm just kidding. Sorry. TMI. That's the best kind. I'm just kidding. I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> But let's talk about some of these dynamics we got with Max and Sam. I loved the party that, first of all, we haven't seen Sam have these kind of parties ever, which is so cool. The stories those people were telling, wild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, party, an interesting word, not saying it's a bad one, but like get-togethers. I feel like that's what you do when you're an adult. You have your friends over, you reminisce, you have a couple drinks, a couple of drinks. Everybody gets a little bit into their phase of being authentic Mm -hmm. and saying what they don't like about themselves, which did elicit Max to be like... Not I hate my life, but just get real. She must have heard something to trigger her to do that. So it was good to see them in that very free type of space. But I'm surprised. Why was Max down there? Why was Duke down there? Oh, yeah, Duke was there too. Well, when you're raised by a mother like that, speaking from experience, you know, you're talked, you know, you're talked at, not to. So you're an adult from the age of five. She was down there because she wants her children to feel loved. Yeah, and I I I love I really loved that because I did get it. You know, I'm like, oh, Duke's there. That's messed up. But whatever. And then you were like, Max is just there. But she's really taking it in. Was she yeah. drinking? Was she drinking? No, no. I think she was just really down because ever since that conversation she had with the guidance counselor and then with her friend, I think she was, it just hit yeah. her and she was like bottling it up all day and then she had to release it. Can we please talk about the guidance counselor? Oh, yeah, because you know what? I had a similar experience with the guidance counselor. Tell us more. They were BS. They, uh, well, first of all, my parents paid for me to go to a private high school, so they should have been freaking nice to me. That's yeah. all I have to say. You're like, my parents are paying them. And so. I was like, I want to go to USC or UCLA. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. And they were like, well, you're great. You know, you have like a B plus average. Uh, you can't. And I was like, but I'm a great actress. I, I'm a great writer. Like, I can audition. I can do this. And this one guy, there was two. One said, no, you can't. And that actually made me excited. Yeah. To do it. Antagonist. Go ahead. Yeah. She thinks that I am like the villain <laughs> and that vil- being a villain is A villain is, good. is not. An antagonist is the person that challenges the protagonist. It doesn't mean that they are bad. It means that they're the ones that actually steps up and challenges But why is she the protagonist them. and they're the antagonist? Because she doesn't have to be the protagonist. That's not her. That's not what she is. She's the one that initiates change. These guidance counselors are what try to create nothing but protagonists instead of allowing individuals to be themselves. You have a B-plus average. You, please, you better start cradling right now because you're not going to be able to get where you want to be. That's not true. This is what is creating the detriment of society, people not wanting to be themselves. And our life coach, Heather Yarry. <laughs> it's fun so fun. <laughs> we, but that guidance counselor pissed me off. I feel like that is exactly what's happening. Yeah, today. it was very infuriating. Like, yes. can you not say that to a six-year-old girl who's like, has her whole future in front of her and m- make her believe after that conversation, she fully believed like, well, that's it. I failed in life. That's awful. That's not what your job is as a gu- as a guidance counselor. That's not your job. You're supposed to inspire, motivate, not be like, well, you failed. Sorry. Good luck. Next life. But okay. Just to be the devil's advocate a little bit. I don't think this is correct. <laughs> But do you think that if guidance counselors sometimes just say, if they know a kid is unmotivated and they need a little kick in the ass, that that 
they might not be trying to make them feel that bad. They're trying to do exactly what this guidance counselor did in this episode, which was to make Max look at her life and turn her friends down. They were like, hey, let's go uh, camp and do mushroom. Not camp, like squat in an old resort and do mushrooms for the whole summer. I mean, sure, I think some guidance counselors do have that intention sometimes, but I don't think they consciously think about that. Psychology, counseling, every type of... I don't mean to say every, excuse me. A lot of the type of schooling and education that you get when you're in that field is to focus on what's wrong, what do we need to fix, as opposed to what's right. That is a natural conversation to have, to elicit fear in individuals, which is also how people were raised back in the day anyway. Be afraid of failure, as opposed to talking about their strengths. I do see that that, again, is not the best way to do something, but I'll give it to you here at least Max shifted and wanted to be... I feel like she almost felt like a loser, and since she thinks her mom's a loser, she related to everybody at that party. Yeah, she did. It was... I I loved that scene. It was honestly... (laughs) too deep. (laughs) No, it's true. She did relate. (laughs) She felt like a loser, but those people weren't losers. They were just normal, amazing people. They were amazing. I loved that event. And I love the mommy coming into the bra. Phil. Oh, Phil. Phil is... Oh, oh my gosh. I know. You got that wine from my garage. She came in, like, in her underwear, uh, ready to attack. In an E-cut bra. She was at least doing a G there. Did you see how big that bra was? Yeah, that was a big bra. I thought that was, like, a full, like, a body body bra. I think it was, but, I mean, I think it was a body bra, but, like, the bra itself was, like... A bustier? Is that what y'all are trying to say? A bustier? Uh, no, no, no. Like, this, like, it, like, it went down to her stomach. Oh, okay. Well, whatever stomach. it was, her bra was really big. Yeah, well, you know, I can't really talk on, <laughs> on that. Good for Phil. Good for Phil. <laughs> but it says a lot about who Sam is, who these girls are, and who they're becoming. Yes, yes. It was a great episode that showed, again, a lot of humanity. Yeah. We saw humanity. I, you know, the... <laughs> I love the soccer when Frankie was sick she couldn't go she still felt so excited because she wanted to be that mom that I finally got snacks I finally did it right let me be a mom and then the other mother comes up and talks about praying for someone who's sick what did you guys think about that I was confused in what regard I was just like is she talking about somebody she knows no this is just a thing that this woman is talking about in order to do what make her feel guilty boom yeah, I, I got the same. Yes, just, yes. A lot of that happening, too. It's like, can you just pray for her? No, she doesn't even like prayer. That's why I love Sam. That's why I love the show. That's why I knew I wanted to do this after show. Because she's real. Yeah. She's the antagonist. Yeah. And she's herself. I feel like we need a new word for antagonist. Because <laughs> overkill. To me, I think antagonist is, like, evil. That's I hope no I... one's doing a drinking game with how many times Heather says antagonist. They'd all Let's die. Let's play a game tonight. You got your wine? Every time Heather or anyone on the panel says antagonist, finish your glass of wine. Good luck. Then you'll be one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just hope. I, I have some hope for Duke. Like I said, we got to see her little piggy bank situation. So cute. Which is what inspired Sam to take Max to Ann Taylor Loft or wherever it is that she took her. I think it was like JCPenney's. Maybe Nordstrom. Or like Macy's. Nordstrom. Yeah, Macy's. What did you think about her being in a suit? 
I thought the pants were long, a little bit long. They needed to be hemmed. Yeah. What? Oh, I was only sure. focused on her ass. Her ass looks great in those pants. Yeah, they did. I didn't notice until the end, honestly. Until she said that? Yeah. Oh, Maybe it was, I was, down. honestly, I was so focused on the length of the pants. I think it because it strikes a chord in me. I always have trouble finding pants long enough for me because I have really long legs. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> I would dream of the day that pants are long on me. Oh my gosh. And I just kept, that's honestly was my would main you, focus. Would you, they? would you, you and your long legs, you just... Yeah, <laughs> you guys, I make fun of Renee so much on the she, air, but she, she actually is, hates me in real life. <laughs> no, we're my close friends. friends. Yeah, I love hang. Renee dearly. I love you too, Sam. <laughs> I, I personally, when I saw, so the, you guys talked about getting teary eyed and crying and so forth, but no, almost, no. almost, Sam did. Yeah. So, so in Baby. that moment, in that moment, that's what got me because, like, I remember. So my, you know, my. My mom's parents are very wealthy. She was cut off after, you know, some short time. My father and my mother got divorced. He was wealthy. She was not. Long story short, it was always a drive for me. Both of my parents pushed me to be, you know, ambitious and make money. I remember the moment I put on my first suit. And I remember how I felt and looking in the mirror. And I was like, oh, that's me. I was like, that's me. Like, and so when I saw her do that, I got it. And then I remember after I bought my first one, I bought 13 more. That's how powerful that suit made me feel. Well, that's a little crazy, Heather. What is in corporate? <laughs> and then I bought 60 more. 13. Girls, you know. I bought one a day. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One for every day I'm of sorry. the year. <laughs> I got it. I got what that meant. And then I also understood, because I don't like pantsuits anymore, and I prefer the Tahari dresses, as opposed to the suits, you don't need the suit to be corporate you don't need the suit to be smart that was the concept of what she was trying to say people dress up every day they could be blowing yay on the side of the street and coming into work thinking they're great but they just have that suit on that looks good you can be whoever you want to be that's why i loved this episode future fever everyone's so worried about getting somewhere by a certain age but we're not in a rush time doesn't even exist so i loved this episode all right albert einstein i think it does Time does exist. No, no, it doesn't. Well, it, in the sake of time existing here in the studio, um, <laughs> I think you know we we covered the good stuff tonight. I just will say this was one of my favorites, and it did get a lot of emotions out of all of us. I could probably talk for hours. Except and Renee, it, Renee did not feel. Didn't feel it. You know when I used to That's have okay. the cough medicine, my like my mom was never like, oh honey, she was like, yeah, drink it, Renee. Like it's yeah, it's gonna be gross. You got this, girl. I finished it with water. I never had a moment that was like oh honey ever and I'm like oh mom jeez mom well you know what was really nice that my mom has said to me so many times when I've been sick because like I get sick I'm a little you know like I'm the I'm not weak, but like, you know, I have a low immune system. Always have. And, uh, it's good to know. Yeah, my, my mom will always say that when I'm sick, and she'll say, I wish I could take it for you. Oh, I, I wish I could have the sickness Aww. or whatever's wrong with you. I wish I could feel it instead of you. And that's what Sam said to Max. It's true. And I, that's, that's the first time I cried. That, that's the first one that got me. the second one? I don't even know. It just kept on going. I, my mom never said that to me. Maybe that's why it didn't. But you know well, what? You still had a phenomenal childhood. So you know what? It's good that your mom never said anything about that medicine because the other 95% was rainbows and lollipops. Just like that. And this that show was my theme song. is not rainbows <laughs> and lollipops, which is amazing and why we love it. Super real. I think next week we're going to get a new taste of life. Again, actor, <laughs> uh, you know, the actress of Sam, her life and all that. On that note, let's get into some predictions. Predictions. 
And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I think that Max is going to start growing up and be a lot less annoying, fingers crossed. And I think now Frank is going to become more annoying and then uh, take uh, Max's place and be like the really whiny, annoying one. Especially that scene when... Sam was trying to take Max shopping, and then uh, Frankie kept going like, "Where? Why can't I come? Why stop, kids?" So that's that's my prediction. Love it, love it. My prediction is that we're going to see um, Phil passed out, intoxicated, and it's going to oh. cause a big problem. Mm, that's we're gonna, yeah. specific. Yeah. That's like a oh. premonition <laughs> over here. <laughs> She's psychic. <laughs> I do think there's going to be uh, continuous things that are going to be parallels between Phyllis and Sam, and then Sam and her girls. Mm-hmm. And I do agree with you, Renee, that Frankie is going to take the place of of Max, but at the same time, Max is not going to switch of flip overnight. Oh, yeah, no. So it's going to be a struggle. And I next week, you guys, you guys tuned out when I was still, I was laughing watching scenes from next week because uh, so next week you see her on set. And on a new show or a movie or something, and the guy's like, I can't, there's a kid on there, and he goes, I can't believe you're playing my mom, and you actually have kids in real life. And she's like, why? And he goes, because I would totally bang you. You're hot. <laughs> so again, I was going to say she's going to have sex, but we already knew that. Yeah, we, we need to see, we do need, I, I want to see, I, we need to see the ex-husband. I want to see the um, mistress, mistress, right? Mistress. mistress. No, mistress. It, no, mistress. Oh. You know, the guy that's. The guy. Yeah. Isn't, no, isn't she the mistress then? Well, yeah, whatever. I mean, we're, you know, no. No, she's not. It's a mistress, okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh Get with uh-huh, it, uh-huh. It's his, okay. You know what? An- another conversation, guys. But hopefully, you know, this. Ep- the, we're, we're halfway through now, guys. Yeah. We're halfway oh through. Oh, my gosh. We have a lot more to go. I think that the second half of the season is going to give us some more juice. We were laying down the foundation. And it's been a phenomenal foundation. And I'm really grateful that we have it. And so now we're ready to get the good stuff and get all it. the bad stuff. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. For everyone that doesn't know, where can we find you on social media? Hey guys, I'm Renee Ariel, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. Check out my blog, CatsLipstickLA.com. I won't be here next week, but tweet at me, talk to me about the show, and I'll see you guys in two weeks. Hi guys, Heather Yared. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Heather Yared. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43. Please tweet at me because I know if we're not alone, guys. Everyone else has feelings like us about this show, I hope. So please, please <laughs> let us know what they are. Use the hashtag ABTV Better Things. We love you. And me and Heather will see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.